There are no boundaries to what He can do in our lives, through our lives, for our lives. Sometimes I think we limit Him. We don't limit God. We just limit Him in us. <laughs> okay? You know, sometimes we, we get this idea, well, I struggle to believe that. Well, whether you believe it or not, He can. And I, and I just, I, I want us to get that. I want us to understand that. I, I really, really, really do. I've, I've, I've really, really been concerned this week at, at reactions to the whole bombing thing. And then um, yesterday when somebody went into that uh, synagogue in Pittsburgh and, and um, I'm heading out there tomorrow. So I wanted to make sure they got that all cleaned up before um, I get out there. But, but in all seriousness... I want you to understand something. The kingdom of God is bigger and greater than all of that mess. And the kingdom of God is bigger and greater than the messes we've made in our lives. Amen? You know, that's a big deal. You know? Satan just pounds us and pounds us and pounds us and pounds us and pounds us about the messes we've made. And, oh, my goodness, I've made bad choices. Oh, my goodness, I've said stupid things. Oh, my goodness, I've done stupid things. Oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. God's standing there going, that's all right. I got that. You're okay. I got that. I'm bigger than that mess. My grace is greater and deeper than that mess. You know? I don't care how many times you've done the same dumb thing, and we've all done the same dumb thing too many times. Amen? You know, I think sometimes you know, I hear people say, well, you know, I can't, I can't be holy like all those other people at the church. And I'm like, who the heck are they talking about? <laughs> you know? But we do, and I, and I think we're a little better, and, but we're still bad. We put on our game face at church, don't we? I'm perfect. Everything's perfect. No problems. No struggles. My mom died just, but no problem. Be careful of that. But today, we come here to, to focus on the kingdom of God. And, and, and you've got to understand, this is one of those, those sermons that I've gotten done at the end of the week. And I've got about five hours of material and no outline. Here we go. Here we go. Somebody order pizza. But in all seriousness, I, I, there's just so much. And I guess what I need to do is start doing a teaching time to put up after this preaching time because there's just no way I can, can cover everything thoroughly and, and significantly. And maybe I'll just do a whole series one day. But, but, I, but our verse, and I don't know what we've got. I don't know whether we have Matthew 4, 17 or not. But we started that verse last week. Okay? And, and, and it just, it's such a, a powerful, powerful, powerful verse. And the thing to remember is... This is where Jesus began teaching and training his disciples. And I know people get a little frustrated with me sometimes, but I'm not busting on the church, but we need to be careful because 
you were not saved to be a church member. You were saved to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. I feel like sometimes we get our eye off the ball there. Well, I attend church. So what? Are you an ardent, exacting follower of Jesus Christ? You know, I, I read the whole Bible every year and, and much, much more. But, but there's four books in there, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we really need to get in that. And if you don't mind, get a Bible that has that red letter edition. All right? And, and the red letter edition, if you don't have one, I'll get you one. Talks, it, it's where Jesus spoke. And folks, we need to be into that. You know? I love everybody in the church, but, but honestly, in the end, it really doesn't matter what you think. Does that make sense? It doesn't matter what I think. Amen? It matters that Jesus came to set a perfect example for me. And let me help you with something. The first thing that the devil's going to tell you is, you can't. Well, I can't be like that. Let me help you with something. If Jesus says you're supposed to do something, through the kingdom of God, you've got the power to do that something. If God tells you to be something, you know, I, I, I was telling this morning in the 9 o'clock that, you know, you know, you've got the law, you've got the Ten Commandments, then you've got the Sermon on the Mount. I call that the, sermon, I call that the Ten Commandments on steroids. I mean, you read, that Ten Command- you read that Sermon on the Mount and you go, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We, like, the biggie, and I was writing a devotional uh, a couple weeks ago on, it's, you know, in the Old Testament it says, do not commit adultery. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, we're not even supposed to lust. And we men go, yeah, right. <laughs> of course, you that have wives right next to you, you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> You're like, and, and twice today, pastor was talking about his marriage, about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I think I know the ugly part. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is so often we read these things. Like, by the power of God, go make disciples. And we get this feel like, well, I can't do that. Yes, You may be out of practice, it may be intimidating, but yes, you can. If Jesus said do something, you have the ability to do it, guys. You have the ability to do it. Jesus says crazy stuff, loony stuff, like love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Has he lost his mind? Let me help you with something. How's that hanging on to bitterness going forward? You understand what I'm saying? You understand where I'm going there? I think it's very important to understand. If Jesus says it, yes, you can. Because if you're a man or woman of God, you don't live by the power of your own ability. You live by the power and wonderful glory and the transformative glory of the kingdom of God. Of God. Amen. The 
kingdom of God. I spent the week reading every verse in God's word and contemplating and studying every verse in God's word about the kingdom of God and the, the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And, and interchangeably, it could also be translated, and you'll see it in, in, in different versions of the Bible, the kingdom of heaven. Hear me now. Once you repent and are born again, you live in the kingdom of heaven. About half of you missed it. Once you repent and are born again, you automatically live in the kingdom of heaven. Think about that. Now, in this world, and I'm not going to say this well, but I want you to understand, you live in the kingdom of heaven in fullness, but not yet. Because I don't know about you, but I live in the kingdom of heaven, but I still have to be among people of this world. Anybody else got to do that? Even though I live in the kingdom of heaven, I still think and do dumb things. Anybody else struggle with that? You know? Even though I live in the kingdom of heaven, I still struggle with my emotions sometimes. Anybody else struggle with that? Now, you would think that God would save us, just transport us right into perfection. Hallelujah. <laughs> no more problems, no more struggles. And if you listen to the right preacher, that's what he does. Doesn't work, but sounds good. You know? But that second song, what was the name of that second song you kids sang? Huh? Talked about the fact that he is right here. I want you to understand, no matter how you feel this morning, no matter what went on in your life this morning, I don't, I don't, whatever your problems or struggles may be, no matter what that, you ever had a temptation you just kept losing at? You know, it, it, no matter what, he's right here. His kingdom's right here. His power is right here. I don't know why he doesn't do everything when I want it done. But it's right here. You know? And I want you to hear that. I want you to understand that. It's right there. So often I feel like when I'm a failure, he's like a big wimp sissy and he just runs on back to heaven. Don't like me no more. You ever feel that way? You ever have preachers tell you that kind of stuff? Moms and dads, be careful of not using that love. You don't do what I tell you to do. Jesus isn't going to love you anymore. <laughs> not exactly the message we want our kids growing up with. You know what I'm saying? You know? But we've done it. I've done it. You know? I mean, if you raise this one, you'll understand. You'd use all measures you possibly can. You know? And he had to preach just like you. 
Just had to throw that in there. But I want us to, to think about the kingdom of heaven for a second. And I want us to understand that even though we still live in this world, we don't have to be a member of it. Okay? It, 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 Lisa and I were talking, and I will mess this up, and she will explain to me how I messed this up this afternoon. But Betsy and, and Corey Tinboom, you've heard of that name. It's called The Hiding Place. And, and they, they, they hid the Jewish people uh, during, the, during or around the Holocaust, and, and they were caught, and they were sent to a Nazi uh, prison camp. And now Betsy is, is like this unbelievable kingdom person. I relate better to Corey, okay, because Corey was one, she's probably about two foot tall, but she wanted to take them guards out at times, you know what I'm saying? That's just, you know, just, just, you know, but essentially Betsy said this, and people would yell at her, Betsy was like, listen, I know I'm in this world, I, I know I'm having to sleep among fleas, and eating very little food and all the stuff. But she says, at the same time, I live in the kingdom of God. Think about the kingdom of God. I've got all these problems, Pastor. I don't have time struggles. I've really done bad things. I still do stupid things. But if you repent, you can immediately enter the kingdom of God. It'd be great. In the kingdom of God, everyone in it loves you. I want you to think about this. Entering this kingdom. Every person in that kingdom loves you vociferously. I like that. Vociferously. And is committed to your best eternal good. Let me ask you a question. Why would we stay here? Why not repent and say, you know what? I may have to live here, but I don't have to live here. I have to live here, but here doesn't have to impact my life in a negative, deleterious, destructive way. Amen? You know? In the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, there is absolute, unthwarted love, joy, peace, patience, Kindness, long-suffering, hallelujah. Why in the world would we focus on this place? Because I don't know about you, but I find it hard to find a lot of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness So this week, 
When you get down in this world and it starts to overwhelm you and overflow in, in you and on you, I want you to do something. Literally, go like this. Time out. Do it now. Time out. Some of you wouldn't do it if Jesus himself asked you to do it. Time out. Take a step back. And just go, why in the world would I ever allow myself to live here? Amen? Why in the world would I allow mean, nasty, ugly people, I don't mean ugly physically, I mean ugly, you know what I'm saying, why would I allow them to impact my life when I can step back, repent, be born again, and enter into the kingdom of love and grace and mercy and kindness and goodness? Are you with me? But isn't it amazing how we get so focused on this trash, we just don't seem to be able to call time out. Just time out. I ain't going there. No more. You know. Who is that? That's Sylvia. I love when that happens. (laughs) Their faces are all red. You know. Why would I live there? I, I, I read other things about the kingdom of God. And, and one of the verses I read, y'all know the, the guy named John the Baptist, right? I mean, you, you, you think about John the Baptist. What a mighty man of God. Man, he stood up in the face of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And man, there were lines of people ready to... Re- you don't have to leave. It's okay. <laughs> lines of people Ready to repent. She's still ticked at pastors what it is. Um, (laughs) Lines of people ready to repent. I mean, wow, what a man. (laughs) Ticked off the wrong woman, got his head cut off. But, you know, what a man. God's word says that the least in the kingdom of God will be greater than John the Baptist. I'll say that again because y'all must have missed it. The least in the kingdom of God will be greater than John the Baptist. Think about that. Now, what, what happens, I think, in a lot of people's lives in church, they think about that while they're here and go, yeah. Then they go out there and they forget it. Okay, and I understand that. Life is overwhelming. You walk out there, and the pre- eagles have probably lost by now. And, 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 and you walk out there, and you got all the bills. You know, you walk out there, and you remember the things you said to your wife. You know, you walk out there, and, you know, all this stuff comes on you. I understand that. But I want you to remember that John the Baptist and Peter... And all the disciples were nobody. They were nobody. 
according to this world. See, that's what we feel like. To, oh, I could never do that. They were nobody. They had nothing going for them. Amen? They, they, they weren't special people. They were just people who identified the call of God and followed it by the power of God found in the kingdom of God. In the same way, guys, whatever God is calling you to, instead of continuously thinking, I can't, why not step back and go, I can't. But there's one who can. Anybody ever messed up in life? Do y'all ever have a mess of a marriage? So many people struggle in marriage. Marriage is hard. You know? And if that other person would get their act together, it would be okay. Amen? Don't you ever let God tell you that he can't, by the kingdom power, make your marriage what he created it to be. You step back and you go, I'm going to shut my mouth. I'll say that again. Y'all must have missed it. I'm going to step back and I'm going to shut my mouth. And that's easier said than done. Especially when they say something. And you know you're right. Sometimes you've got to step back and go, you know what? I'm going to let God in his kingdom glory and power do what I have no ability to do on my own. Amen? In the kingdom of God, you've got to understand. Is everybody listening to me? God created you for something eternal and extraordinary. And I'm not talking to the guy across or the gal across the seat there. I'm talking to you. I want you to understand something. No matter how unable and inept you may think you are, By the power of the kingdom of God, God will help you to identify what that is, what he created you to do. And he, by the power of the kingdom of God, will give you the ability to do it. John the Baptist did not have the ability and the courage to do what he did. He did that by the power of the kingdom of God. And God's word says that the least in the kingdom of God will be greater than John the Baptist. Wouldn't you like to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want my life to count too. I want to see my world transformed too. I want to be greater than John the Baptist. Therefore, I repent and I'm entering the kingdom of God. Amen. It's so, so very important, but I've got to bring it down to something that I think is so important 
And there's so much. If you want to get on your phone, get on your, um, get in your Bible, whatever, look up the kingdom of God, and there is just so much. You got people selling everything they have to enter the kingdom of God. You got people uh, searching for the pearl of great price to enter the kingdom of God. Because the most important thing you could ever have or do in this world is not the junk of this world. It's to enter the kingdom of God, yes. the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Let me say this real quick. It doesn't matter who you've been or where you've been. Today, if you repent, you automatically enter the kingdom of heaven. Amen? But here's the thing, I think, as I've examined all of this and I've kind of prayed over all of this, here's the part we need to understand. If we want to enter and live in and live by the power of the kingdom of God... He must be king. If there's something that frustrates me about church, it's not you. It's that too many people have been taught and allowed to act like they're the king. If you want the kingdom of God to work through your life, you can't be king. It can't be about you. And I hear these horror stories of of pastors where people, it's not like Friday night, and thank you so much. That That was beautiful. That was wonderful. Usually people don't ever celebrate me till I'm leaving. I was sitting there Friday night going, I don't. I didn't, I didn't know I was resigned. <laughs> Yay, God to heaven. But, um, <laughs> excuse me. Will you, will you come in and deal with some people? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say something real quick. It has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But here's Roy. And you know with what happened yesterday? With what happened yesterday, you all need to thank God for Roy. Let's give him a hand. He's not recognized, but he walks these halls watching over our kids, watching over me, watching over everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. But guys, I just find that too much teaching and too much that we allow to happen in church And the reason so many people are so much less and churches are such a flutter is because we've actually taught people that church is about them. We've actually taught people that I should get what I want. I should get the music I want. The preacher should never say anything I don't want said. You know... If he says something to my kids, I'm going to pout, cut a fit, cut a hissy fit, and leave the church. Honestly, guys, we've made this monster. We've allowed people. And I know nobody thinks I'm nice, and I don't intend on being nice. But the bottom line is that trash doesn't belong in any Christian's lives, and it doesn't belong in the church of Jesus Christ. 
Do you hear what I'm saying? Because, guys, I love you. And if you really want this church kingdom thing to work, you can't be the king. And it's hard because we're born the king, aren't we? You know? I've seen that even in my own family. First there was Brom. Then there was Addie. She was the king, queen, whatever. Now there's Elijah. And he is the king. And the other two are set aside for the king. And he's the orneriest one of all. If you don't believe me, come watch him sometime. Because that's how we're born. We're born in sin. We're born in selfishness. We're born. And now today we're not even allowed to spank their behind. So we, they have no idea what it means to be unselfish. Amen? But guys, by the grace of God, we can be transformed from the selfish people that were born to enter the kingdom of God to where it's not about me, it's about the king. And I'm here to do the will of the king. If you want to live in the power and the glory and the wisdom of the kingdom of God, he has to be king. You have to seek his will, his righteousness, his kingdom first. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? This is a big deal. This is where people are getting jammed up spiritually. This is where our marriages are falling apart. This is where our lives are falling apart. This is where our finances are falling apart. This is where our relationships are falling apart. This is where our influence is falling apart. Because lots of times we're trying to please somebody else. And let me help you with something. As a man or woman of God, you please one. You please one. I love y'all. I love our church board. But if you've been around me a while, you know I'm, I'm, I have one boss. And it's not even Lisa. I love her, will die for her every day. But she's not my ultimate boss. Jesus Christ is my boss. What I do is about Him. What I do is to His glory. When I'm not nice to someone, it's to the glory of God because everybody else has been nice and allowed them to get away with the selfish foolishness that is destroying their lives. Have you entered the kingdom, glory, power, love, healing, joy, peace of God? When you leave this place today and you find out the eagles have lost, I don't know. When you leave this place today and all the stuff of this world comes down on you. 
when you leave this place today and Satan reminds you of all the things you've ever done, when you leave this place today and all the stuff and all the passions and desires of this world come, how are you going to react? Lord, I repent. I repent that even a moment of my focus was placed on the junk of this world. I am sorrowful and I regret that I have allowed anything or anyone in this world to take your place even for a moment. Are you with me? Because your focus can't be on the things of this world and the kingdom of God at the same time. You can't have two masters. You can only have one. Are you with me? And here's the greatest struggle I have. If God in his kingdom is not doing something quickly enough, or God in his kingdom is not doing what I want quickly enough or the way I want it, I tend to take it back and help him out. Is anybody with me? Let me help you with something. When you take control of something, God goes like this. Cool. You got this? I got it. I'll watch for a while. And when you mess that up bad enough that you realize you've messed that up bad enough, you come on back. And you repent. And I will change your mind. And I will change your heart. And I will transform your life. And I will help you to enter my kingdom. Where all the power and love and glory and healing that you could ever imagine is. Let me ask you a question. Which kingdom are you living in? Are you all focused on the mess? Are you focused on your boo-boos? Anybody ever focused on your boo Oh, I got hurt once. You know, oh my goodness. You know? Are we focused on the junk of this world? Or have we decided, I'm going to repent. I don't want to be focused on that trash because it gets me nowhere. But Jesus said, listen to this. You seek my kingdom and you seek my righteousness And I'll take care of all the rest. Put that one in your pipe and smoke it. Think about it. You seek me. You seek my kingdom. You seek my righteousness. And I will take care of all the rest of that stuff. Why in the world for a moment would we ever focus on the junk of this world when the kingdom of God love, joy, peace, grace, mercy, kindness, tenderness, glory. Why in the world would we focus for a second on the junk of this world and he's standing there saying, listen, come on in, baby. Come on in. Amen? Amen? You say, what do I tell people? Come on in, baby. Come on in. 
The water's great. The Tasty Cake tree is wonderful. Everybody loves you. They're all committed to your life. Or you can focus on this. Amen? Let's all stand. going to be a weird ending. Pastor, as you're praying this morning, I have a tendency to place my focus on the junk of this world. And if you don't mind, would you pray for me as you end this service today? Because I want to live in the kingdom of God daily. Anybody would uplift a hand. God sees those hands. God sees those hands. God sees those hands. Pretty unanimous. We all there. Amen? Amen? Just remember, tomorrow, today, whatever, when the garbage comes at you. Amen? Amen? Father, this morning we give you praise. Help us, Lord. To be in this world, but not of it. Help us, Lord, to know that this doesn't make all our problems go away. It doesn't make all the bills go away. It doesn't make all the bitter, hate-filled people around us go away. It doesn't, it doesn't make everything perfect and right. It just makes us new people. It makes what we're about all new. It makes our resource almighty. There's nothing you can't heal. There's nothing you can't conquer. Father, we thank you for the kingdom of God and we are so thankful that when we repent and your Holy Spirit comes into our lives and we are born again, we immediately become children of the kingdom of God. Help us, Lord, to remain there. Help us, Lord, to remain focused there. Help us, Lord, to live in the power of there. Father, this morning, as we leave this place, help us not to leave you. Help us not to leave your kingdom. Help us not to leave your glory. Father, help us to go and live your glory and power and love and kingdom out every day, no matter what's going on around us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. And all God's people said.